Yeah, Wimbledon was full of lovely characters. It, it has changed somewhat. Um, yeah. Even in my tenure here, I've seen some wonderful characters, unfortunately, not longer, no longer with us. But, you know, it, they're replaced. And people come up. People like yeah. That's, again, going back to what the central thing about a pub is. You can't have all the same people. You need a mixture of people. You need characters to come yeah. in. Yeah. And also for, for us, for other customers, and this is where we've lost... Sorry to go back to the, all the restrictions recently. Well, no, but this is we're living it, lost, aren't we? With, yeah, yeah, we've lost all that. Yeah. And the sooner we get back to that, the better. And I yeah. think for our own health, mental health, it's, it's something we have to do, really. We have to. I mean, you know, because you get to the point where the virus is no longer the threat it was, but we're now mentally we're still suffering yeah. and we've got to, we've got to try and get on with things yeah. beyond that hello and welcome to marriott side trips the podcast sharing the real life stories of the people i meet along the way i'm stephen marriott traveler best-selling author and grounded podcaster discovering new people and places is what gets my creative juices flowing but given travel has been a little bit tricky of late i've decided to get to know better those people who are able to cross my path in the main that's been london's local traders who've been keeping the city ticking over and today i'm excited to be chatting to the landlord of my local pub andrew ford of the hand in hand in wimbledon pubs are often at the heart of the community therefore with the various lockdowns it's been a difficult time not just for the people that work in them but also for their patrons caught up with andrew last month in june at a point when customers were allowed back inside pubs but were still not allowed to crowd around the bar. It was hard not to talk about the challenges of the lockdown directly but of course Andrew had many more stories to share. He isn't a landlord for nothing. So hello Andrew. Well Stephen welcome to the Hand in Hand. Thank you um, very much. I wish the weather had been a bit better for this for your journey but you know we're sat inside it was a lovely pub you can see just the lunchtime is just finishing off now. It's yeah it's been very busy very very busy and we've, we've, we've gone through lockdown and it's been a bit of a bit of a challenge, but uh, we're coming we, out the other end yes. now. Yeah, we're coming out the other end, and it's you know we can see light when the weather's nice because of our location. We're literally, if people don't know where we are, we're right on the edge of Wimbledon Common. We're literally facing King's College School. We have our own little bit of grass in the front, and we're lucky here to have this lovely, lovely pub that has its own terrace and frontage, and also we've got a pavement license, so we've been able to, to literally look after the customers throughout by by having almost our fresco dining, our fresco drinking. The only thing at the moment is, unfortunately, you know, people are allowed in the pub, but we're just losing the, the drinkers around the bar. Well, yes. I mean, it is a beautiful pub, and it is a bit, it's like stepping into a village pub here. Even though, even though we're still in London, west, yeah. um, southwest London, um, as you say, Wimbledon. Emma and myself, I think we first met you about September 2019. I think we came in, we had fish and chips. Um, Good old pub food. A, a nice bottle of wine, and I think you introduced us to your uncle. So it's that real kind of family, as I say, family right. feeling of a village pub. You know, the decor is very much like that. You're stepping, it reminds me of, what was that program, Mr. Ben in the 70s or 80s, I used yeah, to see, when yeah. you go through the, yeah. the wardrobe door into another place and you, you leave London and you come into a village pub. But yes, I do agree. I mean, I'll, break, I'll raise my glass and say, thank God Cheers. we'd be able to drink inside yeah. now. But yes, um, I guess there's one more stage to go and that's just that standing at the bar, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, at the moment, it's, it's pure service um, from... Table service, basically, mm -hmm. which is which is great. And a lot of we, we do attract a more mature clientele base, uh, and they're more than happy to, you know, to have the service. But I still get an awful lot of customers who just want to pop in for a drink. And the whole thing about pubs is you're not just popping on your own; you're meeting people. Even if you don't know them initially, you get to know them, and that's all. It's my job as well to introduce. You know, and it, I'm missing that a little bit. I'm missing that a lot, actually, to be brutally honest. Uh, Friday night was a good example. The weather wasn't brilliant. 
the tables were full of diners, but as soon as the diners go, there's a big gap mm. and that mm. buzz. There aren't many places where you can sort of rock up to somewhere that, that, that in terms of hospitality on your own, rub shoulders of a stranger and be able to sort of strike up a yeah. conversation Absolutely. and not feel like they think you're a bit weird for doing that because it's kind of normal. Yeah, in a pub. Yeah, and yeah, there's that kind of vibe and atmosphere that comes with that conversation, isn't there? And this is, a, and this is clearly a conversation pub. You don't have music loud or anything like that. No, you know, no, we, a, we don't need it because we've got low pub. ceilings. We've got very low ceilings, yeah. all beamed. To be honest, the, the music is the people talking. It's the customers talking. And at the end of the day, for me, what, what pub's solely about, yes, we, we yeah, do a service, yeah. we sell food, we sell drink. But especially now, and it's been noted how many people are very lonely. And how many people are missing, you're missing people. Yeah. And this is what we do. This is what we do on a daily basis is we make basically either introduce people together or just some people just like to sit in a pub with a book, but they want to have the, the ambience around them of that life. And it's been so difficult. Well, and we've gone yeah. through as a publican, you know, we've, we've really, really struggled a little bit. And I know some guys out there have really struggled. We're very lucky with the food in respect to the, you know, we've really hit a march. We do. Homemade food. My wife is head chef as well, going yes. back to your more family yes. side of things. The staff, I've got very long-term staff here, and they are my family. And it's, it's quite interesting how we also have the staff we have. We have brothers and sisters who come through the ranks. Interesting. Through the years. And yeah. it, it sets... I've, sometimes, for just for me, just to walk down to the banks, say, can take forever because I'm just <laughs> stopped constantly. Yeah. But the location, yeah, we're on the edge of Wimbledon Common. It's a gorgeous location. We're very blessed to have that. I've inherited a real ale house. Yeah, indeed. Um, uh, which we're, we're sampling. Yes, the the young special, isn't it? I think brand new, beautiful pint of special. You. Beautiful pint of special. When I first came here all those years ago, I looked at the history of the pub, found that it didn't have a spirit license for many, many years. It wasn't until Young's took it over. It was owned by a, basically, it was owned by a family for over 100 years, the Hollands. Prior to that, it was owned by um, Mr. Watney, Daniel Watney, who was the grandfather of the Watney's Brewing Empire. Okay. And he was a landowner around here. Um, this was a bakery. Well, I'll tell you what, you're brilliant because you're preempting all my questions. I was going to ask you what the history is. It's yeah. a bakery then. So basically, the pub starts life as a bakery. Yeah. It was loads of my true address. It's 4567891011, Crooked Billet. Crooked Billet is the bit of grass in front of us. It's so that's the shape the of the grass. allowed to drink on as well, then. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, we've got another Young's pub right next door. It's called the Crooked Billet. That's right, yeah. And they put deck chairs and stuff out. Mm -hmm. I'm very lucky to have a little bit in the middle mm -hmm. where the dray horses used to deliver to the two pubs. Really? It's a little bit of no man's land, so I'm quite lucky to have yeah. sort of a, that area, which I put a few put tables and chairs on, turn them away at night, but put them back out in the morning and, and try to, again, do make people feel relaxed, make people feel like they're almost inside the pub. It, outside and that was that was another lucky thing for us your, your punters when you know when so. you reopened again and you could only drink yeah. outside but at least there was more space yeah yeah to, be able to do that and um you know that probably helped people some people feel a bit more relaxed and confident that you right, could yeah. and they weren't sort of all bunched together so and that was great and you know Even we had some sun then as well didn't we we, we did for a week i think <laughs> i think we always had gales and snow and yeah. i remember i remember opening on the second sorry the 12th of april i pretty much cried in the morning it was I All remember, the car I remember looking out the window thinking the pubs can be open, but today, yeah, and I did think of you actually. Oh yeah. God, it was awful. I mean, I literally, luckily the sun came out and by 11 o'clock all the snow yeah. had melted. And I think, am I right in saying, I think by kind of like within about three or four days, at least by the Sunday, yeah. the sun had kind of come out. That's right. Yeah. But, but we've, we've gone through gale force, whatever. <laughs> it's been, it's been hard work. It really has. And I, yeah. do you know what? I, I feel so blessed and privileged. I have amazing customers. 
who literally sitting outside in one chap bless him he had three coats on <laughs> but they were determined to support the pub to come out yeah to be as normal as possible good for them good you know and I, it actually moved me a little bit that people you know so, so literally supportive very very supportive yeah. um for us, yes, it's been difficult. We've gone through closure. Almost eight months of a financial year was closure. That could have not been easy. I mean, not easy just for, well, financially. And I mean, you know, obviously there's a support. I mean, you're part of Young's Brewery, but about it, it's, it's the mental thing. It's like you're Absolutely. a landlord. I mean, I know you're, you're running this and it's a big organisation for a lot of staff, but a landlord fundamentally pulls pints, serves his customers, and that must have been difficult for you in that sense. It, it was, was it very strange, very, very, very much so. Um, it is difficult. It's very, of course, it's difficult. At the same time, the staff as well. Uh, course, we've got a lot yeah, of young, yeah. young people, a lot of them who, who literally don't live with their families. I, I did make a point several times of actually trying to contact them via WhatsApp really? or just a telephone call, yeah, just yeah. to ask for their well-being. Also, for myself, I've come down every day, regardless if I needed to, just to be a, just to keep an eye on keeping on the plants outside and say hello, <laughs> just yeah. to say hello, well, and I'll make sure. You. Yeah, there's a few people out there who. The pub is the only point of contact they have with yeah. other people. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting point because we all know when we go back to, say, villages that pubs were the heart of the community. Absolutely. But I think just, just talking to you now and being reminded, and from my sort of point of view, that it, we're reminded that we all need a place to go in a community. Yeah. And pubs, in, I think in the modern day and age, are pretty much, you know, communities disjointed a bit these days, but you've always got the pub to come to. And that, that is so important, isn't it? And, also, you know, when people are working at home. So yeah. not so, especially in this area, a lot of people do work in the city, but not now. So no. you're you're literally trapped within your four walls. Yeah. You you do need to get out, and sometimes you just get out with other people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually and came up here. I think with the, the the period again when you could just coming up leading up to Christmas when you were allowed to reopen for that felt two with, weeks. with food, you know, plus food sort of thing. It was a small window, and I actually just to get out from me working from home. Yeah. I came up here had you know had, had had some food and just sat here with my laptop, and it was okay. I wasn't yeah, engaging really. with people in the same yeah. way, but it was like, I'm in a different environment, and yeah. it's a, it's a cosy, nice environment to be in. And I, and I think when that was gone, you know, that went for a long time, and a lot of people, okay, we were blessed in the summer, the weather was gorgeous, but at the same time, we weren't allowed to be with anybody. No. And now it's, it's getting a bit more relaxed, it's getting a bit more sort of, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, I, think, I believe so, yeah. And for, for us, we're like I say, we're lucky to have you know our location mm -hmm. common. And um, we have been, you know, don't be wrong, we've been very busy, and it's been ph phenomenal. But at the same time, um, I'm hoping that we will, a lot of people will come back and rejoin us, and, yes. and not feel so so anxious. I hope so. Yeah. You know, we still yeah. we still keep. I think we still keep sort of the masks on. I still think there will be certain social distancing between tables and such forth. I think there'll be, and I think that part of that would just be the sense to reassure those people who are yeah. a bit more, who may be vulnerable, say, or just are a little bit nervous, and then we get past that when, when, yeah. it, when, when the, the generally the majority of people are feeling because they're just not used to getting back out, you know, no, some no. people. But I don't want to dwell on this because you know you're a great pub, and you know I want to talk and find out a bit more about you. So we were talking just before, and you reminded me that I think you've been involved with this pub for about twelve to thirteen. Yeah, years. No, 13, 14 years 13, actually. 14 yeah, years. I, I came up here, and it was it was. Yeah, an absentee landlady for a while, um, and it's it literally was it was just there was no love to the pub, and I, okay. I came initially, just gave it a yeah, just gave it a bit of TLC, and bit by bit I could see that it it had great potential, yeah, and especially with the having an outside courtyard and area, 
So I extended what was an overgrown garden into tables oh, and chairs. Oh, it's been extended, okay. Uh, into we the put garden, a, you mean? Into yeah. what was a garden yeah. in the front of the pub. It's now tables and chairs. Also, yeah, people do want to eat outside. In a nice summer's day, you, you want to be outside. Well, it's stunning there, looking across um, the, you know, the, yeah, the green. You know. common. Yeah. Also, um, I've extended it. The council very kindly granted me a pavement licence. So I've also can go further on. Yeah. We... we you know, I try to maintain it, keep it, keep it up to standard. Keep ta- table. This is where table service comes in. This is where this is where table service works. So you can have people, so you don't feel you have to march all the way into a bar when you, because a lot of times you have got that last drink and you go, oh, can I be bothered to come in? If someone comes up to you and says, can I serve you? Can I help you? Okay. You're yes. going to stay for yes. one more drink. Yeah. You're going to be more relaxed, mm-hmm. and that's something I am going to continue doing. Yeah. And we'll we'll make sure that's pretty precedent. For the pub itself. We had a massive refurb two years ago. Okay. We utilised rooms that literally weren't used before. So we now have two lovely little dining room That's areas. Probably when we discovered it maybe yeah, two years it was, ago. Yeah. In the, yeah. 2019. Yeah. Uh, we had a lovely opening day, second of April we opened in fact. Um, and then we had a we traded for a few few weeks after that, and then we had a grand opening. Uh, we affiliated ourselves with stables in the area. One of the reasons being that is my my blessing my wife bless her. We all those years ago when we first came in she said. I like to go horse riding. So I said, okay. So I bought her some tickets. Sorry, I bought her six weeks worth of horse riding lessons for Christmas presents. <laughs> okay. It took her all the way to June to get the courage to do it. Is that and the that, stables in, in the village? That, that was that? actually, unfortunately, the stables are not there anymore. It's the Ridgeway stables, okay. which is just closest to us. So she got very involved in that and it became a lifesaver in the respect of when you're working multiple hours in a kitchen in an enclosed right, environment, yes, yes. just to get on a horse and go into the open countryside is, is a complete revelation. So, unfortunately, that stables was forced to close. Okay. And we ended up purchasing one of the horses. I'm kidding. And so we're now affiliated <laughs> with Park Lane Stables in Teddington, okay. who had their issues recently and being bought out and everything. But uh, we saw a horse, a lovely, gorgeous horse called Jay. And from that, also, we got to know the guys very, very well in the village stables. Okay. And they come down here. They bring the horses down onto the common. I've noticed before. I mean, it's not just yeah, it's not just dogs which are welcome. Oh, Anything dogs, with four legs or two legs. Dogs, it seems. dogs. We, <laughs> we, we've, um, you know, I don't know how, but we won London's most friendly dog pub three years in a row. Mm-hmm. UK's most friendly dog pub. It's part of our location. Me. It's part of our yeah. ethos here. We look after. We love animals. Yeah, you know, even the two-legged variety we, we, <laughs> even, yeah, we so tolerate. You tolerate, yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah some time, food, yeah. Some drink. <laughs> Perhaps on a Saturday night might yeah. be a different answer. But um, you know, it's it's very much our area. I, mean, I keep the dog bowls going all the time outside, full of fresh water. Mm. In the mornings when I'm setting up, I have a pocket full of dog biscuits. I'm several, quite a few neighbours now. That we all know the dogs. We know that actually the dog's name is more so than the actual customer's name. So the neighbour's <laughs> name, which is um. You know, it's how it should be, really. That's nice. I think. That's but, nice. Well, it fits yeah. in with the, with the sort of village feeling, obviously, so. around here. And um, so, you're talking about customers, not just four-legged friends. We, we we do live in a very the pubs in a very desirable part part of London. You know, large houses, etc. But one of the things that struck me as well is that it's very the pub. You know, it's not sort of highbrow in that sense. No, it's no, very, it's no. very welcoming. Welcome but, everybody. Yeah, but tell yeah. us a bit about, about the kind of you know your regulars or the or, or the various people that visit the pub. Yeah, we we, we huge cross section as you can okay. imagine. Um, it's yeah, you you've got a lot of old money in this area, but you've also a lot of people, a lot of people who actually come to us who don't necessarily live in the area, but they come up from the surrounding. And to me, I, I, I don't care where someone comes or where they live, you know, it's, it's all about, we all look after each other. Yeah. And if, if they're, 
if they're enjoying the environment we give and enjoying the, the service we give, they become very good friends of ours mm -hmm. as well. Okay. Um, some of the, we do have a, quite a few, um, I wouldn't say celebrities as such, but we're very blessed to have Sir Trevor McDonald, one of our regulars. Oh, is he? Okay. We're very blessed to have um, Mark Reed, who's Oliver Reed's son, who's a friend of mine as well. He's okay. very much a regular and one of the nicest guys you know. Because Oliver meet. Reed did used to frequent this pub. Oliver Reed, Reed, indeed. Well, yeah, a, lot, a lot of pubs around yeah, Wimbledon, yeah, I believe. Frequented every pub, yeah. actually. I think he's. Yeah. Yes, he was quite a character. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I'd handle him to this day. I'd probably bar him, actually, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the antics he got up to. Um, example here was this was the days, apparently, uh, thank God I didn't win his first hand, but it was one of the days when um, pubs closed in the afternoon and he always had his entourage. Oh, right. And he decided to recite Shakespeare, but his way of reciting Shakespeare would be to be on a table, yeah, okay. trousers down, beer in hand. <laughs> um, I think refusing I think, to leave. Uh, I'm refusing to leave at all. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I find that yeah interesting. Yeah, it beats watching the football on the telly. I guess but, so. Yes, <laughs> it's something we do. You know, we we moved on from. Thank yeah. heaven. But yeah, Wimbledon was full of lovely characters. It, it has changed somewhat. Um, yeah. Even in my tenure here, I've seen some wonderful characters, unfortunately, not, no longer with us. But, you know, they're replaced and people come up. People like yeah. That's, again, going back to what the central thing about a pub is. You can't have all the same people. You need a mixture of people. You need characters to come yeah. in. Yeah. And also for, for us, for other customers, and this is where we've lost... Sorry to go back to the, all the restrictions recently. Well, no, but this is we're living it, lost, aren't we? With, yeah, yeah, we've lost all that. Yeah. And the sooner we get back to that, the better. I yeah. think for our own health, mental health, it's, it's something we have to do, really. We have to. I mean, you know, because you get to the point where the virus is no longer the threat it was, but we're now mentally we're still suffering yeah. and we've got to, we've got to try and you know get on with things yeah. beyond that and you know i mean and also i must say i know it sounds like a but i'm not sucking up to it it's the company i work for they've been phenomenal have they they've really? looked after yeah. everybody and their member staff since day one and i'm, I'm quite proud of that actually um, they, they've been very very good and also with all the when we did come back to work everything was done we actually had independent auditors coming out to make sure we were safe the customers were safe really and we did and to yeah. this day we still we still actually have that happening which it's not a bad thing really and this will can continue on yeah well young seem to do things right i mean in terms pubs have evolved and you know yeah. you're you do food very well you know and i would say yeah. you know it's your it's your sort of home comfort type food that's right but but done with quality yeah. and youngs have obviously embraced the sort of the gastro style food and, and, and eating and you know this is obviously represented here, but how are you just talking about that? I guess I mean it's that's more. Your wife, she's called Elsie, isn't it? My wife's called Elsbieta. Yeah, we've been together okay. forever. And then um, she, I could never pronounce it when I first met her. So I said, <laughs> okay. in English, you know, we sort of abbreviate things. So from Elsbieta, I got down to LG. LG. It's, that's a, it's okay. actually it's Elizabeth. It's Elizabeth. Polish. Elizabeth and Polish. Okay. So, yeah. So um, yeah, she. So we try to make as much things we can homemade. Yeah. The pies are things we're really getting famous for. And she runs the kitchen. She right? runs the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's her her domain, and I, I don't go anywhere near it. Okay. So, so, so <laughs> she is the one it. which we have to thank. Them yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. How does that work then? I mean, I mean, you know, working so closely to, with your partner, or does it work in, well in the sense that your roles are split? You're the landlord running the pub, you yeah, know, management, yeah, and she's yeah. she's food. Does it work? Yeah, that we, way we, well? we, we, the only thing we've got to be careful for is is not to be ships passing in the night. We have to be. Yeah. We have to make sure that we have similar days off together. And, yeah. And things like that. And I'm very conscious of that because otherwise I'll be working down the bar while she's yeah. in the kitchen, and we'll never meet. Right. And we won't, we won't right. have a life, you know. It is 
people forget running pubs is a lifestyle it's not yeah. you have to accept that it's yeah. long hours it's odd hours you know you're working christmas day you're looking after everybody else when they're off bank holidays yeah. we don't have bank holidays no. off so it's very much a um, it is a service industry but you, you you can't just it's not a nine to five yeah and you have to accept that and, and work with that i mean for me personally um yeah i've got a great team behind me here phenomenal team and and you know i'm very 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 lucky but that takes work to to build that team up i could imagine it doesn't happen there, overnight. There are, i mean you know a lot of pubs i you know i have to say you, you you go in and you don't always feel welcome or the no. staff are grumpy or they're having a bad day and you know they're, they're not there's not a smile on their face no, for whatever no. reason whereas here the your staff are you know is it the training whatever but well you've actually talked about you've been of a family well, I, I, you, so. yeah exactly and was, they are just and they're young staff a lot of them and, young, I'm, yeah, and i'm always young. impressed but of their yeah. energy and the, they're very courteous and you know welcoming and i'm like yeah, it's noticeable, so thank, thank you. you. Yeah. No, thank you. That's, that's good, actually, because this is exactly... I always say treat people who you want to be treated yourself. Right, yeah. And that's an ethos yeah, yeah. through life. For me, um, ale's very much my thing. Um, going back to the pub when I first came here, I found out it was an ale house. Mm. So I started up doing master classes. And I love classes. ale, so that's great for me as well. well, well you, know. you and me both. Thank, yeah. <laughs> thanks, thankfully, yeah. Yeah, I actually drink the, the stuff I pour. But at the same time, okay. saying that, it's... You know, I started doing master classes, workshops. I'm involved with Youngs to bring AI education in. Because you've got a yeah. lot of guys out there who haven't got a clue. And mm -hmm. when you're dealing with real AOs, you know, the, the draft AOs, it's something, it takes time and it takes a lot of care. And there's still a huge market out there for it. Yeah. And for me, it's a, little, it's a market that we shouldn't ignore. And we really should um, be proud. It's so unique to this country. I don't think people realise you can't find that. Do you get, do you get camera drinkers? Coming, yeah, I love camera. camera yeah, I love camera. Yeah, yeah. We were we were very fortunate in yeah. 2013 to be voted Southwest London Camera Pub of the Year, really? wow. uh, which which meant more to me than anything else. It, it was all mm. for the years of hard work. Uh, it is difficult because um, camera now they've done their job. They've they've made real ale very very prominent everywhere. Yeah, and well, fashionable is it with craft ale? Yeah, craft ale. Craft ale is huge, yeah. huge. But it's the real ales and more my, my yeah. sort of side of things where basically craft ales are more cake beers, meaning they finish their brewing process at the, yeah. at the brewery, whereas your real yeah. ale finishes. You can have the best beer in the world come through your doors. It's what we do with it. Yeah, how we look after it. Well, when I came in, you were sort of paying attention that the beer was being pulled through. I think you, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the barrel yeah, changed. Yeah. I think for my one, yeah. wasn't it for the for the special? For I the think. special, you yeah. know. And uh, you were very like concerned it was like it come yeah. through properly. So, look yeah. how the staff were reacting as well. They were looking, they were yeah, yeah, smelling, tasting. Yeah. Um, I do ale pie nights. I do Brilliant. meet meet like I said, meet the brewer night. Um, we try to do an awful lot for charity for these events. We do raise an awful lot of money for for local charities. Um, I try to pick on s several during the year, okay, uh, and, and make a cause. And I tell you, what, for us as well, it's something to look forward to. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to those returning. You know, I'm probably yeah. get, getting a bit more involved in those. But just, it was about here, and then about six months later, obviously things changed. 2020, so obviously. But I, know, I, I do feel I do feel we're going to things very soon be back. Yeah, hopefully back as, as normal as we can be. Okay, and I feel at the moment it's, it's a great you know. The football's on. Yeah. Um, even though necessarily we're not necessarily a big football club, but if people want to watch, I've got no issues. We're a bit more rugby inclined, and that's probably myself as well. And also the game goes to the area we're in. Uh, there's an awful lot of rugby interest. Of course, we've got Wimbledon tennis coming up very, you very have. soon. have. And do you, do you normally get sort of people associated with the tennis in here? Obviously, we you do. Get, you as get a rule. Fans. Yeah, of course. As a okay. rule, we get um, yeah. a lot of players live around here. 
they, they, they rent the houses, don't that's they? That's right. So yeah. Yeah, people rent their houses out and go off holiday to Bahamas or whatever. And um, the, literally, the circus that comes in. So we got some really good friends. Every year, we see the same, yes. literally okay. the same guys. Not necessarily players. It's the, the guys associated with the, ch- the gentleman who changes the tennis rackets for Federer right. and yeah, Andy nice. Murray yeah. in the works. The, 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 the guys who supply the mm-hmm. tennis balls. The, the, the people who actually do the umpiring. Mm. A lot of them come to the area, and they've over the years we've become very good friends with them all. Unfortunately, this year, um, I think they will have to stay in one location. So I think, the, I think the players might have to, don't yeah. they? Because I was in, I was in a, a local Thai restaurant in Southfield the other day, and there was um, a, a TV person who was in there, and he had just arrived in Wimbledon, and he, and he was sort of making, I think he was making that his eat this place to eat on an evening, you know. Yeah. So I think you're starting to see them sort of filter in now. Um, yeah, this year's going to yeah. be a bit strange. I think it's, it's not going to be quite the same. No, it's not no. going to be quite the same because no. there's lesser numbers attending. Yeah. But you know. We're, we're, it's better, than, it's better than last year. We didn't have tennis at all. So. Well, and walking through the village, all the Wimbledon flags are up that's and things. Right, yeah. you know, the shops are displaying. You know, the, 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 the Wimbledon sort of windows and things. So that's nice to see. Because it's it, to me, it's walking on the way here, walking through Wimbledon village, it's yeah. like there is that feeling of normality returning. Knowing that I was going to be able to walk into this pub and sit yeah. down and have a pint with you, it, it kind of felt good. But have you always been in hospitality? And, and what, what, what drew you into to oh, sure, serving? Got, I guess. Well, no, no. I, I can't remember by default. I. I went to art college. Oh, I went to Loughborough. I got a degree in ceramic design, studio pottery. Really? Had wow. a little bit of an overdraft. That's back in the mid '80s. <laughs> so I had a little bit of an overdraft. My parents. I come from North Wiltshire, Gloucestershire okay. oh, border. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'm, I'm from Bristol originally. Yeah. So yeah, that, that yeah. neck of the woods. Yeah. So yeah, I was brought up. I was born in Hereford actually, but moved, okay. my parents moved. I was quite young to sort of the Wiltshire area, and needed a job. My mother knew. These chaps were setting up the first slug and lettuce pubs, which oh, were the no first, oh, but they were first the, yeah. gastro pubs at the okay. time. Oh, they, were they gastro pubs? They changed their identity. So quite I remember a bit. They, they were from the sort of the nineties, weren't they? I think sort of mid nineties, right. something like that. So they, the first ones were all sort of in, I think Stratford upon Avon was the first oh, one. Okay, Worcester, Cirencester was the one oh. I worked in. Uh, no, oh, they came yeah. to London, Pimlico, I think, and. Um, but initially, they were they were the ones with the open kitchens and the, the gastro style okay, food. Okay, interesting. They've ah. changed. They've changed. Yeah. Now they're very much more sports bars. The sort of bars, and, aren't yeah, they? Now yeah, town centre bars, yeah, really. Yeah. They've really changed their identity. Yeah. But for me, it was a great education. Um, Cheltenham was just on the road, so I ended up moving to Cheltenham. I thought I'm in this, this game now, so I I did everything. I worked in a nightclub and even see if that was the sort of thing I wanted to do. I ran a pub during the day. Yeah. I did uh, different events. I did um, got involved in the would you believe I even got involved in early raves? No I way! Did, yeah, I ran the bar for some early raves. <laughs> uh, look at, yeah, that was interesting. Um, <laughs> and that's probably a whole, whole podcast thing, yeah. in itself. Probably. Yeah, I, I tell you, I can tell a few tales. But I thought I was in it, and this is this is where guys who come in, like good example, companies like Youngs, they now they don't have to do what I had to do then was literally try all different different venues to see what I wanted to do. Yeah. So I wasn't sure. You know, I was only in my twenties. You know, now they can actually go through the company. The company will place them in different. Yeah, good example: Youngs with they have hotels. Yeah, they have yeah, city yeah. pubs. Yeah. they have countryside pubs. Yeah, they have pubs on the coast. So you can really, really sort of, you know, you can find the one that suits you. And I think that's so important as well. Going back to staff or managers, even more so, is finding the right pub for the right people. Okay, interesting. Concept. So yeah, going so back to what you said about this pub being quite to me. This is a country-style pub. Yeah. In the heart of London, or one on the outskirts of London, but 
coming from a country background you saw the vision yeah and it, to me yeah. it's, it's I, I looked some mornings there's no cars around us it's just it's just birds and oh at night it's foxes my ad but okay yes but, yeah. but it's it's very very rural in that respect interesting so do you think the artist in you sort of saw the aesthetic opportunity then as well where you say you expanded you know i think so i think, I think and, and you know you said yeah. it's changed a bit so you know you did a refurb and i was very much involved in the refurb they, they brought me into it and i was yeah. very happy for that and I, I prevented certain things happening. Right. A good example was pipe music in a pub. Why, why do you need it when the best music in the world is people talking? <laughs> you know, and the clinking yeah, yeah. of glasses and, 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 and the dynamic. And your pub, isn't it? And that's yeah, what this sort, of, this sort of pub is. It's absolutely. not a young person's pub where it has got an extension to 1am or something. You know, it's, it, it, it's, no, a, it's a community pub, isn't it? You're saying that. Yeah, it's very much so. Yeah. But you're saying that. A lot of younger people get bored of the, the you know, the, the, the full intensity boom, 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 yes. and some, some, it's really interesting, what goes around comes around, and it's so true, and I've mm -hmm. seen this happen, and I've seen, I've seen a lot of younger people embracing, embracing what we're offering, embracing the ales, embracing, yes. you know, willing yeah, yeah. to learn, willing to be experimental, yeah. and I love that, and I think, well, fair play to them, and I long may it continue. Actually. And I think, actually, that's, that's, I see that in your staff, because a lot of your staff, when I've sat here and had a meal, or just a drink, are always chatting though and, and, yeah. and want to talk and like they're not the the, the the image of a young person i've got in my head you know sort of someone in their sort of early 20s or whatever they're like they're conversational they're interested they know about the world yeah. um and i'm like yeah you're not what i you know this image of somebody working in a bar you know with loud music and stuff yeah, yeah. just yeah. means to an end yeah oh you know so it's, it might yeah. just be me and me not knowing what young people are like these days oh it's the kind of staff that you attract and work here i don't know yeah, you know you're gonna get of course you're gonna get some yeah. young staff who, who basically they just want to they've been told to get a job yeah <laughs> yes full yeah, stop yeah. Yeah. but at the end of the day that's my job also to make them engaged to make yeah. them feel part of the yeah. pub to make them take ownership mm -hmm. and I, I you know i'm really happy that guys do do I've got several guys who do the marketing. I've got some other guys who do, uh, say, reviews. Somebody else does training. And you, you give your staff ownership and they become a bit more, they become very loyal and very passionate mm -hmm. about it. Look, we all, we all started somewhere. Yes. And I've actually seen young, and going back to young staff, I've seen them grow up in the pub environment. It's the first time they've had to mix out of their own age group. Yeah, so some of them, it takes time. It, you know, and I've worked on some guys who I felt, oh dear, I don't think you're right for me. Do you know what? Yeah. They've been absolutely diamonds. Really? They've turned yeah. around and... and so people still surprise you? Oh, all the time. And being all a landlord and, and you know, in, in working in hospitality in these years, you're probably a very good judge of people. Well, you you sometimes you like to think you are. You think you are, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but you can be pleasantly shocked, shall we say. Yeah. And at the same time, it's, 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 an, it's an environment's nice. We're blessed with lovely customers, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. That helps. That helps so much. I can't even stress. Um, the location, the area... People, people feel comfortable here, but if we do have the odd occasion where someone is a bit, how say we say, a little bit more aggressive to the staff, yeah, yeah. that's my job and the, the more mature staff yeah. members to come in and put a stop to it to make them feel protected. Mm -hmm. Got a lot of very young, quite young ladies work here. They don't want to be harassed or abused. No, no one no. does. It's no, not, no. especially at the moment. I mean, we, they, they want to come to work, enjoy their experience, yeah, and and you know reflect upon that and later life and hopefully. If they have children, send them off to work in pubs. Yeah, yes. Because we need them. We need those. We need these guys. We've lost a lot of um, staff. We're a bit lucky here, but I know a lot of my colleagues in other young pubs are, are struggling to get staff in because a lot of the um, exodus are Eastern Europeans. They've gone home, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. one reason or another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and that's left a big gap in the catering industry and it's it's you know we we got to overcome that and yeah. the only way we're going to do that is to make this job attractive interesting yeah because you're talking yeah. about um you know from from the staff members point of view unsociable hours work, working you oh, know, yeah. triple. you know it's all right if you're the other side of the bar yeah so. it's how you balance it what i do yeah. here we always need people weekends of course we do because it's the busiest time but you you try to be flexible with your staff so if they do need a saturday night off yeah no problem but next week you're working saturday yeah so you move it around and I, that's how i do when i you know when i put them on the road i try to make it i'm very conscious of that because mm -hmm. i remember when i first came in the game yes, <laughs> yeah. and when you did 70 80 hour weeks my god uh, and you didn't you were just expected to yeah, yeah. well that's you know you, you, great but it's not feasible and it's not no. productive and it's if you've got a tired member of staff that their frustrations will come out to the customer. Yeah, yeah. And likewise, yeah, it's, oh yeah, it's all about like, the different dynamics. John, the lockdown period. How did your, how did some of your older customers get on then? You know, the regulars, which would have just come here because they some retired. of them suffered. Some of them suffered. Some they of them did, suffered. They? Yeah, they very much so. And we, again, um, but I've seen some in there. They kind of like they have their spots. They know each other. Then you think, right, where, where do they right. go? What can that's they do? That's right. I mean, I got one gentleman in mind who is a big church goer. Couldn't go to church. Yeah. Couldn't come to the pub. So, I loved, loved his rugby, couldn't go to the games. So literally that was his whole social life, yeah. life, and, and people he met just wiped out. And, you know, it was difficult. And a lot of them, you know, a lot of them were, were very conscious of still to this day. We, we, we try to, I do work, uh, and I work alongside with other um, sort of regulars to keep in contact with them. Mm -hmm. Even just, even, even if it's only, you know, once a week. Just say hello, how are you? That's good, that's good. Right. It really is a community yeah. service, interesting. Yeah, because yeah. I guess some of them are friends, aren't they? Of course. Uh, totally. Yeah. Totally. I mean, it's, and that's, yeah, very much so. Mm -hmm. And also, you, you end up caring for these people. Yes. Because they, they have, they've become part of your life. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's, it's a big gap. It is, it, yeah, it was very odd. Yeah. But someone that work, does work long hours and social hours, and you know, as you say, with your wife, you've got to make sure you, your shifts correspond sometimes. I was going to ask you, what do you normally do when you actually have some spare time? But maybe the better question is, what did you do during the lockdown period? Because well, maybe that was actually just getting back. Well, my, my wife yeah. was blessed, have, like I said, had this lovely horse. For <laughs> she, me, she had no, the horse, of course. Yeah, she had, she she had that, and she, and made, she, and, go out and and she was looking after other people as well, because yeah. at the time, the stables, like I say, were threatened to be taken over. She was, so right. they, were, they were looking after other horses, and we did a lot of charity work for, the, for those guys. Okay. Everything from little stores to baking food. Christmas Day was a good example. We we well, we had a whole kitchen full of food, so there's a lot of quite a few elderly, vulnerable people in the area. We we made meals. We made the you Christmas lunch for them. Andrew, I'd have thought you know that's, that's amazing. Well, we had the here. We had it yeah, here. Yeah, the food, of course. You can see it and better ways. Park Lane Stables, bless them. They were going around. They had a pony going around vulnerable houses. So we oh, made wow. my wife made. Oh gosh, there's one family in particular who really suffered. Um, I think it was they, the mother unfortunately was diagnosed with terminal cancer. Oh dear. Father, through the stress, had, had a heart attack and they all caught COVID. My God. We, we made sure that they had Christmas meal, Christmas lunch, the works. Oh, good for you. So that was done on Christmas morning. My wife was cooking. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's look after people. Just, just look yeah. after people. And um, we, we did quite a few things for the stables. We raised some funds, did stores and all sorts of odds and odds. And odds. Yeah, it was, it was odd. For me, I had I came down, made sure the place was occupied. I, I kept yeah. myself occupied. 
um, but was it a period to rest though for you, just to catch up? It was, all it was, these it was years? a false rest, really. Was it because yeah. you like never knew? Yeah. Like, you never knew what the, the things were changing. That's right. Like, you, mean, was, you never knew like, is it are we going to reopen or not? And yeah, you, it was. It was odd. It, it wasn't like going on holiday or something. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't like. It was just, and you couldn't go on holiday anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You couldn't go anywhere. It was a very odd. You couldn't. Go and see, I couldn't see my own parents. You know, it was, yeah. it was very, yeah, yeah, very yeah. difficult. Who was still in Wiltshire? Still, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I have the same. And I don't know whether you can say or not. You know, with with the brewery. But I mean, you know, you hear all these stories during the lockdowns of the beer that would go off. What did you do with your beer? Oh, yeah. Did you, talk, did yeah. you can't drink it all personally? Yeah, of course, it would go off. Um, <laughs> real ale. It's got it's got yeah. one month basically. It's got a month. Yeah, it? and people don't realise when you vent a barrel, literally you you let the oxygen in. Oxygen is a great thing, but it also decays rapidly to case us mm -hmm. but um it literally you've got three to five days in which you use that barrel of beer up so unfortunately we 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 had an inkling things were going on but because we had another lockdown in november yes so the beers we did get in were pretty or really pretty old anyway that we just had to throw it away did you oh no but young's been you know being a sort of bigger company Obviously, they they did sort of deals out with them. our main brewer now is Marsden's. Okay. So they took over the rights. It used to be how it was. If you're not familiar, Youngs used to have a wonderful, wonderful brewery down in Wandsworth. Yeah, no, explain for people who don't know. Yeah, so bit. they're based in Wandsworth, yeah. and um, there's you know it's a great big brewer there. Yeah. Um, John Young, bless him, um, passed away. I'd say about 12, 12 of the, when I came here, in fact, about twelve odd years ago, and he was the last major well for the family basically in, in, in Wandsworth they sold the site they still retain part of the site mm -hmm. so they still got the house they used to use and they still got the brewery tap that's uh, the site which is the Rams that's yes. right yeah so um, what happened was Charles Wells were in a similar situation they moved out of Bedford the center okay but they built a state-of-the-art brewery about a mile outside right and they were in threat of being taken over by another big company so all of a sudden there was a marriage between Young's and Charles Wells mm -hmm. and it worked very well and a lot of the brewers moved up to them and it's, it's effectively brewed under license would be the better word. Okay. Then Charles Wells decided well, actually they wanted to go back to the original brewery in the centre of, the center of um, Bedford and they sold the brewery complex to um, Marsden's. Okay, right. So Marsden's, doing, their famous beer is Marsden's Pedigree. Of course, yes, yeah. But another, also, another good bit, yeah, bitter. That's right, but they've also got other other beers under under brewers under yeah. their, their their sort of um, belt, which I think is Wingwood Brewery and Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin, oh, and yeah. Breakspear. Breakspear, yeah. So um, and and Youngs. Yes. So basically, they brew the, the, the Youngs beers. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. Um, to Fischiardos, it's not the same because it was. It's not direct from. Well, it's not direct from the the Wandle the way. Allegedly from the yeah. Wandle, they used yeah. the water table, but yeah. the Wandle was there. <laughs> But um, yeah, um, but saying that, you know, the cons consistency of the beer is phenomenal. I mean, I, I don't, I don't have a bad barrel hardly ever. Must ever. Be, yeah. Sometimes you might have a yeast infection. Yeah. It's something right. they can't control. It happens, That's just one of those things, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of those yeah. things. So it's very, very rare. The beer is phenomenally, con mm -hmm. and it really is. This consistency is, is, and Young's original is is by far still my best seller. 
for me, it's it's a session beer, isn't it? You'd say, I guess, and yeah, I like that yeah, because you can yeah. sort of, you know, on an evening you can have a few of them, but you're still gonna you're, you're not gonna fall out with the pub. No, put it no. that way, but you know, you well, you might, you might, but well, well, yeah, for me, these days, <laughs> six, or seven, yeah, yeah, six yeah. or seven, I would probably on that. Yeah. These days, even a little bit it's, right. it's a social, it's a social, yeah. it's more of a social drink. You know, it's, it's it's low alcohol in comparison to some of the other craft beers, but um, it's still still very prominent in the area, and people grew up on it. Yeah. We still do the light and bitter and the ramrod and special mm-hmm. um, and all these little quirky ones, which is great. I love all that sort of stuff. And we, I do do a, you know, a really nice bottle beer range from double chocolate mm-hmm. through to even Charles, Charles Wells' banana. Oh, there we are. Something dropped in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's very, you know, I'm, I'm very proud to serve it. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's one of my, yeah, by far my, one of my best sellers. And what's, what's your favourite beer if you had to have wow. one? What, if you had to drink your last beer, what would, it, what would you choose? Well, or maybe it's not a beer, it's, it's, well, it's no, something else. No, it's, something. I'm, I'm horre- no, I'm, I don't know, I'm horrendous. I'm so boring in my sort of, <laughs> dreadfully boring. It, it, it's young, it's original, I'm so Is sorry to say. That would be your and last drink, yeah, it? You would not, just savour that. I've got so used to this flavoured profile. Yeah. It's not saying that it's um, I'm not a big wine drinker. I'm not a spirit drinker. No. If I have anything, yeah, and it's and the staff know, and it's always in a handled glass and jug. Oh, okay, uh, as we can see, yeah. Uh, yeah. You didn't ask why. Um, why? Thank, Thank you. Did <laughs> I prompt you then? <laughs> yeah. Basically, what people do when they have a beer, they put it to their chest, they hold onto the glass, yes. the beer warms up. Ah. You have it in a handled glass. You can stick a glass for a start. It keeps the beer lot cooler longer i see even though in my cellars at 11 degrees right and my beer comes around and that comes out yeah. at that same same sort of degrees yeah. um you don't want a warm pint of beer you might as well drink a cup of tea but at the same time you don't <laughs> want a really don't cold want to, pint because no. you get what's called a chill haze and you lo- yeah. lose your flavor profile yeah i mean yeah, a bit of a bit of a bit of the meat yeah. is what just slightly under room temperature would we would expect it um, oh, well hopefully yeah hopefully yeah. hopefully that's, that's you yeah. know um you can't if you could go to 11 10 sorry you go to 10 degrees but like i say you, you it can change and it, the whole point of it and this is what the craft beers do because they're coming out of the same same python say sorry same chilling unit as your lagers so they put lots and lots of hops in it to give the, yeah. make the flavor come up yeah so they might be plus one plus two but if you did that with ale you just lose all those complexities you lose all that maltiness yeah. you lose all those subtle hops and yeah. this is what makes really, I mean, going back to this, I'm sorry to be a bore, but it, it's one of the things that makes it so unique in this country. Interesting. You can't, you can't replicate this, and no one else does. They no. try, they can't do it. But it, it's that consistency, I guess. The thing is, yeah. I know normally you're going to get what you, you, you ask. Yeah. Going, I mean, I, I went for the special. Do you know what? It was, I would normally actually go for the Young's Ordinary yeah. and just say, part of Ordinary, please, you know, as, pe- as you do. Yeah. But it was just like, well, I'm here, it's a kind of... It's a bit of I'm gonna, it's a bit of a treat. I'm chatting yeah, to you. Yeah. Why don't I have a special? You know, well, it couldn't be any fresher, could it? Oh, it was great. No, really, no, really refreshing. And so you know, walked here, cut through the village, and yeah. it was just, just nice. Yeah, really. it's a bit more complex. It's, it's I call it till Young's, basically, it's the original's yeah. older brother. It's, it's the barley's a bit roasted, a bit longer. Okay. It's a little bit more alcoholic. Yeah. It's four point five percent. And what's that? Just under more four. Yours? Yeah, it's like three point eight. Three point eight. Yeah. yeah. So it's a little bit more, a bit lesser. And if you. It's got more. If you look at the special, just the colour, it's a little bit darker. Yeah. It's a little bit more complexities to it. But again, again, if you're just coming in for your mates and having a few beers, to be sensible, you, yeah. you want something that you yeah. can, like you just said, you don't but want to stumble out of the pub. Bar. I can tell you that's a good sign though, because actual fact, one of the things that that, that, helped, that affected me with COVID, that we, we both got it about 
early on, you know, back in March 2020, me, I had it very mild. I just lost my sense of taste and smell. Really? Um, and it's taken a while for it to come back, wow. and it's still not fully there. I'm wow. guessing about 80%. So can I can taste, taste that. I can taste the the, 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 the flavors. Yeah. So That's it's like yeah. it's you know it's starting to come back, but also probably because this has got a lot of flavor that, yeah. that I can actually taste it. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not bland. Yeah. No, so no, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. That's interesting. So that's a good example yeah. that that my, my taste buds are, are returning. Yeah, I, I was lucky not to touch wood, not to not no. to have anything, but. You, you, um, well, the thing is, you, you might have, you don't know, for example. Yeah, exactly, you might yeah, have been, you yeah. know, a lot of, they reckon 15 to 20% of people in London, c according to the ONS, had it, but they don't didn't realize. know. Because, you know, because, um, you know, a lot of people are healthy and, you know, are yeah. susceptible. Although they've got the germs, you know. But, sure, um, yeah. yeah, so that is, yeah, that's a good example. That Maybe that maybe that's a litmus test to see if your, your, your taste buds are returning. Well, come into the pine and have a pint of special. Yeah, to see. Right, right, we'll have a queue outside, please. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't want to take too much of your no, time no, because I know you. you're a busy man. And let me just have a quick look just through my notes here, just to see if there's anything that was that I really feel we, we, we I should have asked you that we didn't touch on. I don't know. This has sort of put you on the spot a bit. So, in your next life, what would your profession be? Would you be? Would it? Would, would it be becoming an art? Returning to your art roots, or um, would it just being a landlord again? I don't know. My, my family were farmers. Oh, that was okay. quite an interesting background. Okay. Um, also, another side of the family with George Smith. In Wiltshire, Smith. were they? Yeah. No, Herefordshire. Herefordshire. Oh, of course. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's um, it's hard, isn't it? I mean, I'd love to probably pursue the the art side of things. Yeah. Like I said, family years ago with George Smiths. So, interesting. You know, they they basically interestingly they they made their money in London and moved back. Their their names then were Prosser. Okay. And they moved from. From, from Ross and Y, where Prosser name comes from, ah. they moved to London, made their fortunes. They moved back again. Took the money with them. To took the, the money with yeah, them, yeah. yeah. And, and actually bought a castle on the English-Welsh border. No way. Um, Gosh. So one of the first old Norman pre-Norman castles. They they ended up having so that from for many years. Aristocracy originally. No, then. I don't think so. No, <laughs> no, no, no. They just they bought their way, should we say? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that that would have been interesting to delve into that mm. side of thing. Teaching, I'd like to do in teaching. I think. Well, interesting to say yeah, that of all the, you know all the various yeah. sort of you know events yeah. that you do ha have here normally. You know that obviously you've got a passion yeah. for sharing information sharing, yeah, and, and educating, educating people. Yeah, and people leaving the teaching, with teaching. Okay. Leaving feeling they've actually experienced something, and for me to yeah. feel that I've contributed mm -hmm. to someone's life, you know, in the respect that is positive. Which I do on a daily basis and with a pint of special. Yeah, and you're clearly a people's person, and that helps with you know with education and training. You've got to be able yeah, to yeah. you know connect with someone, haven't you? And communicate yeah. and get your ideas across. Yeah. But hopefully in the right way, you know, and and and, and also inspire. Yes. Yeah. You know, I've, I've I've done an awful lot of guys come through, done set of workshops with me. This is to start from other young sparks, and a lot of them. I got one gentleman over there who's just joined me. Used to work at the Dog and Fox many, many moons ago. Okay. Left the trades, come back, and he remembers me taking him into the cellar as a group. Really? And running through how ale's made, how it's, where it comes from, what it's all about. Enthuse people. Yes. Well, I, I. Rightly so. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I look forward to, you know, they, these things, these will return, I'm sure, your we events. Were. I'm looking forward to, to coming to one of yeah. those. And, um, well, let me raise my glass to you. Steve? Say cheers. And say, it's been a real pleasure chatting to you, Andrew. Thank you. And I guess I just round things off by just asking is there anything you wanted to mention that I didn't ask you and obviously remind people where the pub's located but just the address and, and you're on social media aren't you? How yeah do, we're, on, we're on everything you? yeah we do it basically we're, our, our full address is 
I won't go for the name, but it's say so it just for simplicity. It's six crooked billet. Yes. And it's um, it's the hand in hand SW nineteen four RQ. Okay. But you can find us on social media. Find me out. I'm doing an awful lot of events. We do we do every year around Christmas time. I try to do several events. We do a mince pie eating competition okay. to the Sounds sounds fun. of Rocky's Eye of the Tiger. How many? The record stands at sixteen mince pies in three minutes no ten seconds. Yeah. They like oh, half a pint of milk. It, and we have a stores and we make trying to make a, yeah. a fun pre Christmassy event. Every Christmas, the Friday before Christmas, I always do uh, something daft to raise again money for charities. From everything from customers cutting my, I grew a beard very long, had them <laughs> cutting that off in the hair, to having a spray tan, Brilliant. to doing yeah, we, we're trying to get some musical events organised. It's you know when we're yeah. allowed to do it, yeah, we're, we're doing and it was a you know, yeah. real shame for me and Emma because actually Emma had been in Southfields many years ago and then yeah. left the area and she knew this pub before, but when you were you know before you were sure. here. And then we came and she's like, it's changed. And yeah. it's like, wow, you know, it was such a nice feeling. And but, then, but, but change then, for but the better, I like yeah, to think. Of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. Change, you know, when we were, we enjoyed ourselves. And, well, thank you. you know, and then, but six months later, we weren't, we never really got the chance to how to put it properly indulge, you know? Sure. Yeah. Well, that's, hopefully that'll become very, very soon. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's also, like I say, the location's great. What you just said earlier, walk through the village. I always say to people, walk through the village and then you come onto the edge of the common. Actually, walk through the common down to us. Yes. And you literally don't follow the road pavement. No. You just follow. You can, yeah. you can obviously follow the road, but through the through the common itself. That's what I did today. Down, it's, down it's, west side, yeah. south side. It's so nice. It yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah. And cross over the road, and there we are. Yeah. And then you can sit outside. You know, we can sit next, sit on a little bit on the garden. Sorry, on the on the common itself, or actually in the pub environment. Yeah, it's nice. It's it's yeah. it's. It's, you know, we're blessed. We're blessed to be where we are. We're blessed to have a lovely, lovely pub. Yeah. And I said, I'm blessed to have lovely, lovely customers. Because mm-hmm. without the customers, I wouldn't have the pub. No. That's no. simple. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. the, I think the forecast is for some sun later in this week. So maybe tomorrow. I'll come. Well, tomorrow, maybe I'll return later in the week and, and sit outside and yeah, absolutely and enjoy. yeah. Put your sun lotion on and get yeah. your sunglasses yeah. out. <laughs> have a pims. <laughs> and cut my ear one way to see right. Wimbledon. <laughs> yeah, I can make you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Excellent. Andrew, thanks again. Right, mate. Really no, no problem it. at all. No problem at all. Thank you. I love walking up a thirst and then dropping into a pub. And I can't think of any better place in London to indulge in that pleasure than a Wimbledon Common, followed by the hand in hand. I hope to see you there sometime and I know you'll get a warm welcome from Andrew. So thanks Andrew for being a great guest. For further details of where you can find the pub and other things mentioned in the episode, please jump over to the show's website for the episode's show notes at marriottsidetrips.com. That's M-A-R-R-I-O-T-S-Sidetrips.com. My publishing imprint brings today's episode to you, and for a limited period I'm making the first book, Candy Floss Guitar, in my Reluctant Pilgrim trilogy available for free. All you have to do is sign up to my author's newsletter and you'll receive access to an ebook version. Just click the Novels tab at the top of the website just mentioned and it'll take you to where you can sign up. Hope you're seeing some sunshine wherever you are today. Here in London, it's definitely drinking weather. Thanks for listening and take care.